Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome to Bone Throwers Theater Commentary Edition. My name is Jordan and I am the Game Master. I'm Johnny and I usually play Chime North. This is Jeremy, usually playing Julian Illix. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> and dark. what's your character? I don't Jeff is totally into character as the grumpy old man playing Jeremy. I'm Ellie playing Archie. And I'm Aaron, and I usually play Sam. And he's still playing Sam. I'm still playing <laughs> Sam. I didn't die. Yeah. I had a moment of weakness, and I let you live. Uh, by weakness, you mean Julian had a moment of strength. I could have killed him. He could have. Could've. He could have. He could have. He decided to switch. He also could have killed me a few sessions ago. Uh-huh. Yes, Jordan could have killed him, but he decided to switch perspectives instead. And he almost gave me license to kill him back. Yes. I mean, that was a thing that almost happened, but I opened my mouth and stopped him. <laughs> if you've seen No Time to Die, it was going to look like the end of that movie. Hmm. All right, well... <laughs> I guess we're all going to go home and watch some James Bond. Anyway, so if I'm remembering correctly, this commentary episode is something of a landmark in terms of numbers. We are very close. This episode is the 98th episode of Elements of War. So that means that Elements of War will technically go over 100 episodes. It will. So we're doing we're doing the musical version for episode 100. Yes. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> it's, it's got to Yes, be. if only we can get Brown Betty involved. <laughs> Sam didn't die. We have a gospel choir behind us. <laughs> oh, I didn't die. All we got to do is auto-tune everything after recording. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll bring my ukulele. I am all bring for your, a musical episode. <laughs> you bring your for the 100th episode. I just, at the point we are, it would be too much forced comedy into like this serious like <laughs> but i think every show does that i mean i'm yes. watching them. but no but it's usually more of like they've got their main arc and, and then, then this a... is a side arc which yeah, it's serious but it's still the side arc so you can oh, be a little okay. bit lighthearted. yes we're not at the side arc i mean right? we can... if we were at the uh the street kids we and we had it in a musical episode <laughs> where the street kids were wait we can bring them back the newsies. Newsies. <laughs> like a newsies episode <laughs> I mean, we can bring them back. I mean, we are going to the Black House area. Wow. Are we? Uh, but they all burn to death. <laughs> yeah, yes. they burn. Many of them burn to death. <laughs> Thanks, <Archie>. Jer. <laughs> I mean, we can have a Wagnerian opera, you know, because we, we do kind of have that tragic path already. Yes. So. I did take classes in opera. We could do it. Let's do it. Oh, God. <laughs> I suggest a German opera. So. I hate to say whether it happens officially or not, it will be musical. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like I, but I really do think that Elements of War does have a lot of 
no pun intended, but elements of a really tragic opera. Oh story. yeah, oh, yeah, it does, it does. You know, it is an epic. It is epic, all about one city and its the fall. tale of Consiglio. The tale of one city. <laughs> or should we call it the fall of Consiglio? Ooh. Anyway, yeah, there was stuff that happened today. No. no. Yes. Not important. There's only one battle. What are you talking about? Yeah, there was only one fight. I don't but know. it was it was a good fight. It was. It was an okay fight. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it gave some meat to the council. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if Jordan has intended it this way, but there are two council members that now are like, as far as the hype behind them, have some actual backing of like story behind them. Like the void is one where we have said, oh, there's some, there's something there. This is a council member to be feared. And this is the second time we've encountered as a group, well, in the story that one or more of us have encountered Earth. Mm-hmm. And the first time, everybody was like, run. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the second time, we're like, oh, we need to save somebody's life. So run. Yeah. <laughs> I think that in a lot of ways, Earth is, in, like from the classical elemental standpoint, Earth is something that can get overlooked compared to like fire yeah. and water. Like traditionally, your downfall here is Earth is the one thing that can stop. Air. Yeah. Pretty solidly. Yeah. I loved it because, like, Katana was doing, like, blocking with stone, like, creating wind blocks and, and, mm-hmm. and everything to, to keep you from uh, bludgeoning her into two pieces. It's trying. Yeah. It's trying really hard. I mean, you go back to one of our source materials was the uh, Codex Lara. Mm-hmm. How they stop air users from using their powers, they put them in the ground. Yep. Or throw salt at them. Yeah, with two salt at them. Yeah. Well, and also, I was trying to play around with the idea, and I don't know if it came across as well, but that you might have been stuck in a time bubble for a while. Because I was saying it could have been a moment. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, There was at one point where you said that, where it crossed my mind, like, the story that we were experiencing with Sam were things that happened already. And then we were jumping forward in time to where the group was. So I almost at a moment was like, had the idea that the group going through the city trying to get to a destination was going to encounter this helmeted figure and then fight this helmeted figure and then the helmet comes off and it's Sam. That would have been sick. (laughs) That would have been sick. But all the time in that same episode, we're seeing Sam being tortured. Uh So it would be this... Wait, is there a double of Sam? And, but then it would be revealed later on that that, that, that was Sam had fl- given flashback, in. and this is like that future. Would have been awesome. That would have been good. Yeah. Yes, so time gets messy. That actually, yeah, time, time gets, gets messy. Time gets very messy, and that also brings up something. When we started off this series, I tried very hard to write and plan and take notes, and it didn't work out very well we are a stubborn group uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no offense to you all but especially jeff just would not play alone <laughs> no and, i won't go and, see him and chime and chime i played alone too well you crippled your character <laughs> no but crippled characters are good characters to a certain degree but also i feel like today 
I was kind of struggling because I didn't have any notes. I was improving a lot today, and I felt like it was a weaker improv day for me. I think that worked to an extent, especially because I try and think ahead of what Julian's going to do. Yeah. And I was just coming to this logical conclusion that Julian is super just fed up with this situation, especially because of everything that's happened in his past. Anybody that he gets close to or attached to dies or disappears. Mm -hmm. And him trying to build this friendship with Sam, and then all of a sudden Sam is just <laughs> gone because of something he did. Right. But it wasn't his intention, but yeah. that's what that was the result of his actions. So when Archie, at the end of the last session, said, Sam is gone because of what you did, it was... That's it a was, big blow to it was, that, that, was, that was a stab like right through his heart. Yeah. Mm. Because his mother died because of what he did. His brother and father died because of what he did. Aelin died. So Julian has the idea that anybody that comes into his life that he actually tries to put an effort forth dies. Yeah, I was actually... Katari's... He wanted to save Katari. Katari may be dead or not. We, think we don't dead. know. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, look at the redemption. Last session, we ended with that being said to Julian saying, this was because of you versus this session, you saved that person. Yeah. In a sense. Well, yes, yeah. but the idea that a lot of, and this is what I was getting to, you felt like, Jordan, where you weren't providing a lot of yeah. those details, that fit for Julian to have a clear direction of what he wanted to do, but was just felt like he was beating his head against yeah. the wall and not getting anywhere, pushed him, I think, in the direction that logically he would go. He would get super frustrated at the situation. Yeah. And then going exactly where he knew the clues were, but not finding anything helpful. And it's frustrating as a GM to have those moments where you're like, I, there's got to be something here, but I have no idea what it is. And I'm not having the processing power to get it. Mm. Well, I, uh, I, what I was just trying to say with that is where you felt like there should have been more details there, I felt like it worked. It was logical for at least one character that there's no, they're not finding anything. Right? I feel like what they're guys, finding is not explained. And I feel like you guys are on a bit of a Don Quixote style treadmill where you're trying to find information. Yes. And, and there's not a lot of information exactly. to find. I, as a player, and we referenced this when we built the characters that... Julian was a young Fox Mulder. Julian today felt He's like Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. <laughs> he felt like fully. Yeah. It's like finding clues and be like, what the heck does this mean? What is this? It's what is this? Is a clue, but the yeah. And the no. image of you just dashing out of a tent and shaking something at a kid going, what is this? It was just like, it was hilarious in my mind. Yes. <laughs> is this yours? What yes. is this? Well, part of that was immediately Julian. How do you know this box? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Fantastic, Jeff. <laughs> Part of that coming across these kids, uh, honestly, Julian's at his core would be like, all right, we need to take care of these kids. Yeah. But in the back of his mind, it's like, if we stop to take care of these kids, they're going to die. Because what we're doing is not kid-friendly. Right. So if we choose to take them yeah. along with us, they're we're putting cool. them in danger. Yeah. So that Julian was at that point was like, I don't care about these kids. I am going to look for something, and if we don't find anything... Pat ourselves on the back. We accomplished something good. Let's leave. Yeah. Uh -huh. I at least hope that in a certain regard, Julian gets some proxy satisfaction by reuniting Kotorara with his son. 
because Julian did not get that with Aelin, but he they were able to help somebody else find. I that. think if he weren't so focused on another task, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, like, honestly, Julian did not pay any mind to that. He was so focused on this other goal, yeah, that that was just a okay side story, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ignore the cat and on the street light. We're going back to you later. I thought it was very interesting that Archie was like, oh, I had a whole issue with meeting a whole bunch of kids, and then I went into one of the most terrifying experiences yeah. in my life. Hey, guys. Yeah? Sorry. My phone, it's at 9% oh. because it's been using so much power for the uh, meeting and everything all day long. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to give my input on uh, best role-playing and character development, at least. Yes, please. Yeah. So what's your votes? Best role-playing would go to Jeremy. I think he did a really good job at, you know, presenting Julian the way that he would be presented mm-hmm. in these situations. He, I just think he did a really good job. Then character development, probably Sam, because he had to, well, she had to, uh, they had to, you know, fight for not just vengeance but for survival in a contest that drove them to a new level of life i guess cool much appreciated well my phone's about to die so i love you guys i miss you i wish i could actually be there with you bye bye for our listeners jeff recently moved out of town from us quite a ways. Yeah. So, so he's now nine hours away from us. So when Elements of War wraps up, I'm not sure what we're planning to do, but uh, Jeff has been an integral part of what we've done from the very beginning. From the very beginning. Yep. And um, we'll just pack Willis sh- Masters. Pack Jeff in a box and ship him here. Each, each <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Make it here on time, time or not. <laughs> yeah. Just no, got a DoorDash. No. Yeah, he can work for DoorDash. And then he can get paid to deliver us. <laughs> That's something. a long DoorDash. <laughs> but yeah. And honestly, I really appreciate Jeff being willing, even though he did move, being willing to jump in and, and join us. Mm-hmm. I know it's playing online is always a more difficult experience than playing in person. Yes. He's being a real trooper. I'm hoping that he, he's able to join us for one shots in the future. And yep. if, if he decides to move back into the area, he always has a spot at my table. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So, well, anyway. Figuratively and literally. Yes. He, heck, he can sleep on my table as long as he doesn't mind a dog licking him. <laughs> back to the commentary. I do like, and Jordan, you do a good job of this as well. And what I try to do whenever you give us some creative control... I mean, we kind of joke about it at the moment where we have this super epic roll, and we're like, ah, I rolled 35. And we're looking at Jordan, and you turn to us, and it's like, all right, what'd you find? (laughs) And we're like, oh, come on. (laughs) Um, But I do like... Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's really the way. I do like that you are willing to give us some creative control. And what I try to do is not clearly define everything, but give a little, ah, here's an idea... And then see if collaboratively somebody, somebody yeah. adds on to that. I like what you did. We kind of had this tag team thing at the beginning. One of the first things in the episode where we were investigating, Jer and Julian were both looking at something. Mm-hmm. And 
you let Jer say, oh, this is where Jer sees, and then you turn and say, oh, Julian, you see something else. What do you see? Yeah. And it, we kind of had this back and forth between Julian and Jer sorting out what was actually on this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I think that was very good. And we've done that even in the side shots yeah. where you find something and you have given us some creative control. Yeah. And, and that's created major plot points for the Major plot points. The box. The, yeah, it was the say, box in that, that box and, even came out in the first place. Yeah. That's how the box came out in the first place. Well, we didn't know it was a box at first. We just yeah. said there was this something missing. Something missing. It's this rectangular shaped mm. void yeah. of dust. And then later on when Julian was meeting with now we know it's Katana, found the box at the hideout. It was like, oh yeah, there's this box and then I think it was Aaron was like, oh, the box, box on the desk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> and now this other box shows up. I was like, oh, let's bring this type of thing back. Yeah. Because it seems like, ah, oh, Healing Hands uses this type of thing. Yeah. Let's use this type of thing again. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, whatever happened with that code? We were, we, the goal was to keep it away from the council. Yeah. Julian has it. He made Chime write the note. Oh, yeah. That's... And say, it's safe. Sign it. Yeah, Chime. I remember writing the note. And left that with Katari. Because at that point we didn't know who where. if Qatar we we suspected Qatar was a double agent. Yeah. Not knowing that there was a twin. In true soap opera fashion. Yes. Yeah. Right. So Julian still probably. has the box. The box is probably mute at this point. Like does not gonna serve any purpose. The first box. No, because it was a piece of code. Yeah, I don't remember what the code for. An AI that was gonna rule yeah, and take place over the council. Yes. Which it could still come into play. It could still really come into play at this point. Actually, this would be that would be a perfect play for Healing Hands at this point. If they could introduce that code into the system. Well, if we had the whole code, but we only had a piece of it. We had one of five. Yeah. Oh. And the fire, three. fire Drakes had four. Yeah. Neither here nor there. But again, the creative control that you allow players to have rather than just saying everything really adds to the collaborative storytelling. Yeah, and that's very important for me is because I feel like I'm not the kind of person who, as a player, I would want some sort of input. So I try and give that same level of courtesy that I would expect for myself to my players. But also, I feel like I don't have the best of ideas all the time. I think I have some pretty damn good ideas. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm a wildly creative person, but I think one of the things that I've learned is that to be truly creative, you have to steal from other people. And who best to steal from but the people who are sitting right in front of me. <laughs> so, since we have Jeff's votes for role-playing and character advancement, let's go ahead and talk about those a, a little bit more. I think I would agree with Jeff's call for Julian for roleplay. Or Jeremy for roleplay for Julian. See, I would switch Jeff's votes. Okay. I definitely saw you, Aaron, having good, strong roleplaying. Role yeah. Your torture and... <laughs> that very quick-witted response to Katana. Yeah. Her first attempt at interrogation while you were being tortured. Yeah. Where you're just like... Oh, so you're a little man on the totem pole. Yeah. Oh, oh, this and that. And exactly. I was, like, I was like, oh my gosh, you're that just is fantastic. <laughs> you're the yeah. babysitter. It's like, how does it feel to have everybody else more important uh-huh. than you? <laughs> See, but I was, was, I was really hoping that when we came back, I was going to be asked to be on the council again. 
because I thought about further things I could have said when we were on break. I'm like, it's not really healthy for people to be on the council, it seems. How many of you are dead now? <laughs> <laughs> like, those are things that afterwards I'm like, yeah. oh, that would have been genius. <laughs> but I, th- I thought that was fantastic. I thought... Yeah, so did I. I thought, Ellie, you had some good role-playing moments where questioning everything that Julian was doing, but not questioning in a way of like, I don't, I don't. That was a point I wanted to talk about earlier that Jordan had brought up about trust. What was it? You had brought up something about trusting. Do you guys trust Julian? Yeah. Yeah. Because Julian wasn't, didn't give all the information. He was just running. Mm -hmm. The fact that I pulled you aside to tell you the information, I think shows a lot of trust in you and how you would handle things as well. Probably signifying as well that I that Archie views you as good leader as well. See, Julian from the start has always wanted to not be in a leadership mm-hmm. role. You and seem to be doing it though. But everything that all those experiences that we talked about earlier, where anybody close to him seems to die or have th- something horribly happen to them makes him not want to be a leader like this was in our chat jordan said well what are you guys interested in exploring and i put in there something it was like well do you want to split the party again because honestly i see julian walking away from everybody still trying to do things yeah. to accomplish the goal as a group mm. but for him not to be with the group oh. doing it yeah to keep his distance from the group right. For the sake of protecting the group, the individuals of the group. That is Julian's mentality as far as his role. He doesn't want to see himself as a leader. He sees himself as very decisive and very assertive in what he wants to do, but not as everybody should follow me and rally around me to do this. The funny thing is, I don't think anybody in the group really wants to be a A leader. leader. Well... Sam wants the power. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how Sam wants there, to be the leader. There's a difference between authority and leadership. Yeah. <laughs> leadership. I, I think I think Jer Jer's is the closest one that would want to be okay being a leader. But he has very specific leadership goals in mind. And it took a long time for him to get there. And it's not even that part. It's his leadership goals are not coinciding with the group goals. Because he's more and more focused healing hands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I kind of pushed Jared's character in that direction. Yeah. Because originally, Jared just wanted to be a happy little firefighter. Yes, he did. Just doing his own thing. And me and Gaspar Neri were the ones who were just kind of shoving him in <laughs> towards healing hands leadership. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about that so, final yeah. vote, I guess. Yeah. So... Yes, my vote. I would, I would say Sam, uh, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron for, for best role playing, in my opinion. Yeah. I would pick Aaron for both. This series of episodes today, this session was... You see through, like, a long TV show. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, this arc is definitely about this person. Mm-hmm. Like, the last arc was, this yeah. is Archie's arc. Versus, yeah. you know... Yeah, today, today was... This, this is his time. Sam's arc. Which doesn't mean yeah. we, uh, we doesn't mean we weren't doing have, anything. Right. Yeah, no, it doesn't mean like we're yeah. standing by like, yep, here's his show. Yeah, no, it was we had all the things going on. We have to cooperate 
to encourage the show. Yeah. Right. Which I think is very interesting that you said that because that actually was something I said to Aaron on our drive down. Is mm -hmm. like really? that the show has been very divided into very specific arcs. Yeah. Like Chimes arc was one of the first arcs. Oh yeah, no, had. Chimes arc was the first arc. And that's where, you know, is yeah, Chime was shut down at first because it was all Chime heavy. Right, correct. And then Sam's arc has been the last arc that we yeah. had. I have a feeling though that last episode it's gonna be a hard like everybody's gonna hit hard mm. on that la last episode. It's like you're gonna have a moment. You're gonna have a moment. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have a moment because this is all of our end goals. Everyone's gonna have their moment if we're still alive. My That's question, what I'm saying. Yeah. My Some of the deaths are gonna be our go moments. Because ever since the end of season three, we've had moments where I don't know if this character is gonna make it out. Like the end conclusion of season three, Julian almost died. Yeah. yeah. Like got blasted in the face by Earth. And everybody was like, well, Julian's gone. Yeah. And nope, that didn't happen. And then today it was like, so, oh, Sam's gone. Well, nope, that didn't happen. Two sessions ago, well, Jer's gone. Oh, that well, didn't happen. And then last session with uh, Archie and the Kaijulets, it's like, oh, oh, Archie's gone. Well, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty crazy. So I agree. My vote is for Sam for best. Best role, role play. Best role play. Aaron. Okay, cool. So, character advancement. Chime. No. Chime. <laughs> everybody gets 10 points, by the way. But. Oh, everybody gets 10. Yeah, I'm back to where I started the night. <laughs> um, I didn't spend any. Okay, so, like, let's put it up to the brilliance of this system is that your characters have a lot more agency because you have multiple currencies that you could spend. Like, yes. your characters could have died over and over and over <laughs> again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the roles were on point. The only reason none of you have died is because you have of character, character points, points agency yeah. in that form. Yeah. Yeah. Character advancement vote. I would say Jer. And the reason is because specifically how he addressed... Kotorara at the very end. Yeah. It was, was very much uh -huh. a taking charge. Look this, after these kids. Because, yes, that will be his back. goal is I'm rebuilding Healing Hands. Yeah, and yeah. Kotorara mm. says yeah. he wants to be part of Healing Hands. Yeah. He's and specifically like, the I'll be back. Because yes. he's left Healing Hands people before and said you're not doing things right. Uh -huh. you know, he's, he's given direction, but he's never been very firm in I'm coming back for this. And I think that that moment when he said I'm coming back for this. That's yes, I agree. Goal. That was a very, very strong advancement moment for his goals. Yeah, I'm not sure that fits with his goals, though. I did, I'm not see how his season four goals have changed. I didn't see I, that, but he's never really expressed. Because I remember his first goals in season one were, I want nothing to do with yeah, the no, hands. I'm not, yeah. So aside from whether that's his goal or not, that is def a definite huge progression of character yeah. to go from I want nothing to do with this to you guys aren't doing it right. I hate yeah. you guys. Well, I, know I want nothing yeah. to do with this. You guys aren't doing it right. You should be doing this. Mm. You guys aren't doing it right. Make sure you're doing this, and I'm going to come back and check on you. Yeah, yeah. And so. see that, and that is one of his character goals in season four. He said was to rebuild healing hands. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that pretty big goal. goal. So. Yeah. And especially with the person that was show some contrast there for for that character, where Kodorara at the beginning of the show, season one, was this big player in Healing Hands, is the one who actually gave Julian his 
his yeah. assignment, his contract yeah. Yeah. assignment. So Julian was looking to Cotarara as, hey, you got the answers here. What What's going on? And then for Jared to be totally on the opposite side of that. And then in that scene shows that he has where Cotarara was, Jared has clearly surpassed that yeah. in mm-hmm. involvement and healing hands. Yeah. yeah. So... I think just the idea that he could be disbonded from his water elemental safely was something that was a big step forward. I think it was psychologically it was speaking. Spurring him to say, "Okay, you know, I'm not trapped anymore. I yeah. can, I can, I can actually do something, to help people." Yeah, yeah. So it goes to Jer. I would say yep. yes. Who Snack. goes? Who's your snack book? You can go with cookies. That's okay. No, no, it's not the cookies. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the cheesecake. Everybody go quickly! What's yours? Oh, I, oh this is gonna take quickly. some discussion. I know. <laughs> Please we, message in the group chat. Yes. Yeah, we I will. I don't know if it's cheesesteak. <laughs> the the pumpkin pie was good with the apples. It that was, was good. That was very good. Thank you guys. See ya. So yes. So next they were cheesesteak sandwich with jalapeno, jalapeno pepper jack cheese yes. cheesesteaks. Pumpkin apple pie. Yes, pumpkin and apple pie. Like in one pie. Yes. Popeye's chicken. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which was on point. It was. It was very tasty. <laughs> chicken pot pie and cranberry salsa. Mm-hmm. And cookies. And cookies. And which cookies are always are amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Those chocolate chip cookies. Oh my god. Do you guys want to hear what my vote's for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's the pumpkin pie. It's the pumpkin pie. <laughs> Gee, see, I imagine why. Yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what am I gonna? No, I'm not, I don't. So we established. We did this last time too. <laughs> I'm as basic as they come. It's, it's just what a boy. And pumpkin to. chili last time. We established that last time that if there's anything pumpkin, that's got Aaron. Yeah, I like. I'm sitting here and I'm like, everything was really good, but that pumpkin pie. It's, it's the pumpkin pie for me. And mixed with apples, that was that was really good. Because when Jeff said it at first, my first thought was like, "Why yeah. would you mix the two? And then yeah. I thought about, it, I was like, "So Ooh. it's really good, but you know, you use all canned stuff to make it easier to do because you're yeah. making it be a proxy for Jeff, mm-hmm. which means it's, Jeff is the food elemental, and I'm yes. the proxy. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes even better when you use fresh apples uh. instead of pie filling. Because then you could. So what I'm picturing is taking just the fresh apples, put them in cinnamon sugar and. So do you still layer it, or do you just mix it all together? I feel like it'd be really good mixed all I together. Did, what I did past was I just made it, fill it up like I did an apple pie, and then poured that pumpkin custard uh, over top. Okay. So it fills in the gaps. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have a vote for cheesesteak, a vote for pumpkin pie. Man, just by on my initial reaction, I have to go with the cookies because I ate one and then was like, "All right, yeah, that was good." Nope. I'm immediately going back for a second cookie. So I've got to vote for the cookies. So we got cheesesteak, we cheese got steak, cookies, cookies and pumpkin pie. pie. So that's my vote. But to be honest, the thing that hit the spot the most was the chicken. All right, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> You're just vote, so so just so here you have to be his vote. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody gets a point. Oh, I wish. You can make the rules. You, you are the GM. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I had like three pieces of the chicken. I was all right, but I'm not a huge sweets guy in general. Yeah, we're going with the chicken. Woohoo! It follows. No, it follows because you always say. True to form. True to form. (laughs) If I don't like really think something through and I just bring whatever, is when I win it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> what happened was I didn't have time to really plan something, didn't have time to make something, and so I was like, well, I'll just order, and I mentioned last night, I'll just order pizza when I get there. And so then we had pizza last night for dinner, and so I'm like, I'm not gonna order pizza. I, I, I ate my leftover pizza for breakfast. And so I get here, I'm like, well, I don't even know what's around here. So I'm like, Uber Eats, what's, what's, what's close by? Popeyes. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, let's order some Popeyes. Yeah, I haven't done any real cooking since Jeff left. Mm. Uh, you know we're about to get to the end because I think next session all of us are going to be in the center of the city. All of us. Oh, look at that! Was that planned? Kind of, <laughs> actually. The, my goal was going to the center of Consiglio where the council's house is. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if the safe house was in the center or outside the city. Yeah. <laughs> Where the council's house was. Yeah. It is quite thoroughly wrecked. I was thinking about having it in Greenhaven for a hot second. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh. I seriously <laughs> Julian thought, would have been pissed. That's <laughs> why I seriously thought that that's what it could have been. If it was in Greenhaven, Julian would have been like, peace out, guys. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going back there. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, and he would have went along. He yeah, would've, he yeah, would have. Yeah. He would have. He would have said peace out for like an episode, and then, and then like, show back. And up. then we're like, all right, guys, fine, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time to get over your Wes Anderson level of ennui. You got to go do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun times. Two more sessions. Two more sessions. So that's about between six and eight episodes left on this campaign. So you need to find an outline for the finale of this thing. <sighs> on my finale is going to be an index card and a lighter. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna walk in and I'm just going there you go boys and girl figure it out people so Chime you're up you're the only one in the group that hasn't almost died recently yeah yeah <laughs> well it's cause I expected one of y'all to try to kill me so I mean <laughs> Sam can still be right. Aaron has Aaron has said that he has expected at least one party member to kill him at, at almost every point of the game. <laughs> oh, I mean, season three was looking pretty dicey. It was like <laughs> either Julian or Sam are going to go. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was sort of what Julian was trying to get at in the speech, if you want to call it that, his all-in speech. Yeah, it's like if you're all in, expect to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're coming with me. Expect to die. Uh, I like how Sam was held up as like a an example, a shining example. Be like Sam. Die. Sam was all in. <laughs> I, I don't think you said those exact words. No. But it wasn't put that way. It was more like, if you're all in, expect to end up like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Nobody knows where you are. No one knows if they'll see you again. Yeah. At least my biggest fear... Out of character for time is is his family still alive? We don't know. We know we, that I heard North, a know. North voice. Yes, like Mister Noise. Well, voice. we we know the body is gone. We we saw the body. Yeah. How much do you want to call an elemental that's inhabited by somebody's father part of their family? Yeah. Julian will say none. <laughs> I had fun playing with the part of the interrogation. Where do do you want to wear a meat suit again? Yeah, I we had assumed that that was Shade that was being talked to. Uh huh. Because Meat Suit is the is, is the proxy. what sh- is no is what Shade called it. Yeah, Meatbag. Yeah. 
So I'm assuming that what your description was was that question, and then the noise was like, all right, we're hearing an elemental making noise. So, but what we've learned is that when we kill the council members, the elementals aren't dying. Yes. And so then they're going and they're inhabiting something else, somebody else. So we killed air or whatever that air. proxy. So my guess is that's air. Yeah. In a canister. It wasn't air, actually. It wasn't? Mm-mm. It was even sicker. It's Archie's original water elemental. Well, oh, that would have been an interesting twist. What? Because... So it was there. It was sitting in the room right across from Sam. You were that close. Both you and Shade. Right. Oh, man. But it could have been a lot of interesting things. Because let's say Sam had accepted and taken the elemental. Shade's goal is to kill that elemental. Uh Uh-huh. You guys are trying to find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just say that the council's been torturing it. uh, And it's probably pretty twisted at this point. So... Out of game, that was my intention in throwing that little gem into Katari's memory. That that canister was at that safe house. Yep. And it was raided by the council. Not knowing if the council actually found it. Right. Yeah. Or not. But apparently they have found it. Yeah. And then also throwing the idea that there's this new box that may be able to track where that elemental actually is. So, out of game, what Julian is hoping is to go investigate the house of the seven-year-old kid and maybe find the cipher to unlock the box and read it. Oh, right. Could be fun. We got a lot to get through. Or... Not to get to. Or die. Yep. Uh, Here's another thing. I was totally expecting, and this would have been... (laughs) This would have been a move that would have shown how twisted and how evil Katano is, is that if Sam was actually being successful and looks like was going to win the fight, was that there were other council members in there watching and that Katano would have just put on the helmet and then killed one of them, one of the council members. So she would escape. (laughs) That would have been good too. Uh There's so many places it could have gone, but I like where it went. Yeah. Sam up in the air ventilation was really cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 that was. That was really yeah. cool. I did not expect the follow me thing to work. Well, I at first I was like, no, no way, no way. After they just said that they want Shade lose. was shunned. Yeah. But then they freed him, and I was like, hmm. That just shows how much those elementals did not want to have anything to do with a human. Yep. Yeah. That they would follow someone of their own kind who was shunned before trusting a human. Yeah. But I think a lot of it had to do with the freedom and then, you know, already getting them into a a mindset of working together. All right, now that we're here. The other thing that I thought would have been cool, because we've discussed that one person can bond multiple elementals. When Shade came flying in with all these elementals, (laughs) I was thinking, all right, Sam bonds them all. (laughs) Super Saiyan, Mega Airbender. (laughs) I was really hoping Katana was still in the room. And that it would have been like an instant like bond and then crush. That was my hope. (laughs) No. And it's comical. (laughs) You just like, first thing I do is take off the dress. And then no mention of finding other clothes. No, no, no. (laughs) I I think Sam would have been 
it is a big part of Sam's character that Sam is leaving some of that behind. Mm -hmm. And so it's a form of torture for Sam to then... And that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why Sam took it off and is like, no, I will kill you as I am. Didn't work out that way. No, Sam is still in a little bit of a cliffhanger-y situation. Yeah. But that'll work itself out. None of us are Earth proxies to get you out of the dirt. Well, who says that (laughs) Sam's going to be in the dirt by the time you all arrive? Yeah, that's another possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. If Jerry can get there quick enough, then. Because you don't move down to mortally wounded from incapacitated. You only move down from mortally wounded into death. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps us up. Uh, that's a pretty good amount of ground to cover. We're down two party members. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Bone Throwers Theater. Until next time, best of luck. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is Bone Throwers Theater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.